Hello there. I am happy you can join us today. This is one of the amazing messages of our annual conference, Above All Limits Conference 2020. The speaker is Reverend Steve Mainzer, the founder and president of Charismatic Evangelistic Ministries and the Christ of the Rural World, Accra, Ghana. A ministry that is at the cutting edge of missions and mass evangelization in West Africa. So sit back and open your heart as you encounter a dynamic word that will change your life today in Jesus' name. I want to talk about pursuing excellence in life and in ministry. Pursuing excellence in life and in ministry. We thank God for this ministry. It has the touch of excellence. And in the next decade, I was very surprised when I was coming and Apostle was narrating the vision for the next decade. In the next decade, we are going to pursue more excellence in this ministry. We, are, we should never be satisfied with the level that we are in. And so we are going to push ourselves to the next level. Personally, uh, I've challenged our church because the projects that we have, we have three main projects. They are all very huge projects in the next decade. And may the Lord help us all as ministers and as ministries to be able to achieve that for the Lord. Say amen. And personally to you as a person, you must also pursue excellence in your life. The days of mediocrity, the days of doing things anyhow, the days of biara just moving in, must also change in your life. Say amen. amen. Your life should be excellent. Your environment should smell excellence. Where you live must smell excellence. If we follow you to your house, we should see excellence in your house. Excellence at your work. Excellence in the way you deliver your, 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 your work. So that the excellence should not only be in the church, it must also be in our lives. In the things you do. Say amen. We must also pursue excellence in whatever we are doing. Whether you are educating yourself. And we are very challenged with some of you people because... You have educated yourself and you are still doing it so that we don't become a bunch of people who are just jumping and jumping but don't have knowledge and don't have excellence. May we also have knowledge, understanding, and spirituality in our ministries. I see you going forward in this next decade. There are things in your life you must change. There are things you must throw away. There are certain behavioral patterns that are not excellence you must change hallelujah to be excellent means the quality of being outstanding the quality of being outstanding and extremely good may you become not just good but extremely good and may you have the quality of becoming outstanding in what you do May you stand out in what you do. I see you standing out in what you do. You must develop a lot of passion in what you do. And believing God to do it better 
until it challenges others until others also come to learn from you say amen, amen. and so i pray that not only shall we become excellent in our ministries but in our lives as well in first kings chapter 10 reading from verse 1 i see solomon doing something very important first kings chapter 10 verse 1 the bible said and when the queen of sheba heard of the fame of solomon concerning the name of the lord she came to prove him with hard questions and she came to jerusalem with a very great train with camels that bear spices and very much gold and precious stones and when she was come to solomon she communed with him of all that was in her heart and solomon told her all her questions there was not anything hid from the king which he told her not and when the queen of sheba had seen all solomon's wisdom and the house that he had built and the meat of his table and the sitting of his servants and the attendance of his ministers and their apparel and his cup bearers and his ascent by which he went up into the house of the lord there was no more spirit in him and she said to the king it was a true report that i heard in my own land of the city of the of thy acts and of thy wisdom how bit i believe not the words until i came and my eyes had seen it and behold there half was not told me thy wisdom and prosperity exceeded the fame which i heard happy are thy men happy are these thy servants we stand continually before thee and that hear thy wisdom. Say amen. So when the queen of Sheba came, she saw excellence. She saw wisdom. She saw order. She saw protocol. In fact, she was so impressed by the neatness, by the wisdom by the things that were done, the way they were done, and all that. You will tell me that uh, it was because Solomon had money. There are people who have money, but they are in disorder. There are people who have money, but they are disorganized. There are people who have resources, but you can't find excellence. Say amen. So you don't just have him. Sometimes you can have a very small business, but the way you carry yourself, the way you 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 promulgate and attend to the business carries quality and excellence. Not because you have money. Sometimes you can have a single. I remember when I married my wife, I was in a single room at a place called Taifa. In my place, it's a very lonely room. It was a very far place from town. So, amen. It was a single room. I had cooler. You know what is cooler? Have you used cooler before? With kaffa in it. Say amen. amen. I had a lantern hanging from the ceiling. In Ghana, we call it a classic Kenya lantern 
hanging. I had a small furniture made and everything. And brother, it was clean. I had a bed. My bed sheet was clean. My blanket was clean. She came to my, she came to my house. You know that I've said it time and again. Some of you know it already. My, my wife was raised with sausage, bacon. I was raised with Duadiagua. She came to my house. I had a small kitchen. But it was clean. It was nice. When she came, she was impressed. Were well, you not impressed when you came to my house? <laughs> <laughs> See, man. I didn't have money, but my environment was clean. I'm someone who like who likes nice things, but the little that God gave me, I took care of it. Took care of myself. See, man. And today, God has given us a very big and a beautiful house, and it's still clean. And very nice. When you are excellent in small things, God will give you great things. The way we have been excellent in our ministry and taking care of God's house, I don't have any doubt that God is going to give us greater things and bigger things. The queen of Sheba saw and she was impressed. She was blessed to see the cupbearers, the protocol team, the ministers, their apparels, the people, the way they went about the things, she was blown away. May people see your life, see your ministry, see your calling, and then see the excellence with which you are doing God's work, and may they be blown away. Say amen. Many people have traveled from other countries to come and see the way we do our ministry, the way we do our missions, and they have been blessed and they are carrying it to their countries as well. I see you becoming extremely good and you have the quality of being outstanding. Can I hear somebody say amen? amen. Hallelujah. When you, when you have excellence, it must also begin with your spirit. Excellence in your life. Say amen. You cannot be an excellent, you cannot have an excellent spirit and have strife. You cannot have an excellent spirit and have and have contention. You cannot have an excellent spirit and be bitter. Bitterness pollutes your excellence. Scheming, struggling, strife, contention. Say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You cannot have an excellent spirit and become proud. Pride destroys your spirit of excellence. You cannot be in the house of God. You cannot be in church and you are in contention with somebody. It destroys the excellence of the atmosphere. You cannot be fighting for posts in the church. It destroys your excellence. Say amen. amen. 
You cannot have an excellent spirit and you are angry with God. There are people who are bitter with God because a few things didn't go well with you. They are angry with church. They are angry with their pastor. I don't see why you should come to church when you are angry with your pastor. When you are bitter with your pastor's wife. I don't see why you should come to communion when you are carrying the spirit of bitterness. It pollutes your spirit and your soul. Say amen. Yeah. The hand that ordained you, I don't see why you should strive with that hand. I don't see why you should contend with that hand that lifted you. It destroys your excellence. So the excellency is not only in our environment, but you must also carry a sweet spirit. The reason why people are not breaking through, they are not being blessed, is because your spirit is not sweet. Some people are always fighting and quarreling. Quarreling with their husbands. Quarreling with their wives. Fighting with people. There are people who are in constant fighting with somebody. You are always fighting with something. There must come a time when around you there should be peace. Say amen. There should be peace. Peace at home. Peace with your friends. Peace with your neighbor. Peace with your husband. Enough of fighting with your husband. Let there be peace at home. And carry a sweet and an excellent spirit. See, I hear you. I know a friend who is always quarreling. Always fighting with his members. He's a pastor. Always bitter against his members. Always insulting his members. And all his church finished. And he was praying for church growth. For church growth. And as I said, my brother, God is not going to bring you souls. Because you are always cursing your members. You are always bitter against your members. Your spirit is bitter. You are angry. It has poisoned your whole system. Your preaching is always uh, full of insults, bitterness. You are always angry with your members. Anytime we meet with you, you are angry because God has lifted. You see, we are all together in ministry. And God has lifted uh, some of us. And the guy is lacking behind and he thinks that he is supposed to be better than us. But you see, because he hasn't got an excellent spirit, he is now lucky because his members are about 35 years in ministry. He can't count 50 members in his church. He can't count 50 members in his church. Because he's a bitter person. He's always angry with something. Angry with his wife. Say amen. And because of that, things are crumbling around him. Sometimes things crumble around you because you are carrying the spirit of bitterness, unforgiveness. Your system is poisoned. Nothing good can, you can sit in just smiling, but your spirit is bitter. Bitter about something. 
Bitter that they didn't promote you. You should have been a deacon and they didn't make you a deacon. My sister, stay where you are and be happy with what you are doing for God. Don't fight for any post or anything. Don't be bitter about people, whatever. You see, we are all working for the Lord. It is the Holy Ghost who prompts the minister to choose who becomes a pastor, a deacon, and a deaconess. And if your time is not yet come, rejoice and be happy at where you are and carry a sweet spirit. Carry a sweet spirit. If you are not made to sing a particular song, don't be, don't be bitter. If you brought a song to be sung, but you don't have the voice to sing it, don't be angry. Support the person who is singing. You brought the song, but they didn't allow you to sing. You were singing it in your bedroom. But when we, when we hear your voice in the microphone, you cannot do the song. But this sister can do the song better. Rejoice with the sister. Don't be bitter. I don't know who I'm talking to. Don't be a, that is why we don't have power in the church. There is sometimes there is no power because people are not happy. There is no happiness in the church. Do you know that if there is a sweetness and there is excellence and there is uh, there is harmony in the church? Do you know that the power of God flows in that atmosphere? The power of God flows when there is sweetness in the spirit. When there is resistance in the spirit, it means that the Holy Spirit is driven because people are bitter. At our anniversary, our 22nd, 23rd anniversary, brother, and as we are in the year 2020, let's remove all bitterness because the level that God is taking us, we cannot carry contention, strife, argument, fighting. We can't carry into this decade. This new decade we are shutting down we are cutting off all forms of contention strife bitterness anger clamor and 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 seditious activities the spirit of sedition joining somebody to attempt to overthrow god instituted authority say amen Look, the, what I'm preaching, I'm telling you before God, man. Nobody has told me I'm preaching what the Lord told me to preach before God, man. I was up at dawn because I also have so many messages I can preach. Spirit of excellence, bitterness. Your life cannot progress when you are a bitter person. You won't prosper when you are nursing bitterness. If your husband or your wife that you marry has left you, it's painful. It can be very discouraging. But if he says he doesn't love you anymore, don't beg for his love. Never kneel down and beg a man to love you. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Because forever you'll be begging for that love. Love is spontaneity. You love me, I also love you back. But where I have to now work for you to love me, I have to beg you to love me, I have to do everything right for you to love me. It is no more love. It's slavery. I don't want to be your slave. I want you to love me the way I am. I am, I am, I am, I have size. You love me like that. I'm skinny. Love me like that. I am tall. Love me like that. I am short. Love me like that. I am black. Love me like that. I am white. Love me like that. 
I am wearing a wig. Rub it the way I have the wig. I have a makeup on my face. Love me with my makeup. I don't have a makeup. Love me with my naked face. And make love to me. And have sex with me. Some of you don't have sex with your wives. You don't have sex with your wives. You don't kiss your wives. You don't sleep with your wives. You can't remember the last time you had sex with your wife. There is bitterness. There is anger. There is something in you that is repelling your relationships. We are in a new decade. We are in a new era. We are in a new vision. Look at the vision our apostle has tailored. Can we fulfill this vision with division and strife and anger and polluted spirits? Let there be forgiveness in the church. Let there be what? Forgiveness in the church. Forgive some people in the church. Forgive people in the church. Forgive the person in the department who is always outshining you. You know, there are some people, they make it their business to outshine everybody. But, uh, but nobody can block your shine. I said, nobody can block your shine. Your day of shining is coming. And when that day comes, it doesn't matter who the person is. You will shine. Let there be forgiveness. Forgive the pastor's wife. Forgive the pastor's wife. Because it's not easy to be a pastor's wife. I am married to a, I'm married to a woman who is a pastor. It's not easy for her. Because everybody wants a certain level of attention. And my wife can't give it all. So she does what she can and then she leaves the rest. Why is it that the, past, the pastor's wife didn't come to my, 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 my father's funeral? Can we go to all funerals? Can we attend all outdoorings? Can we have all church members in our home? I hear that in this church there is discrimination. The pastor's wife loves some people, doesn't love some people. Can we love everybody? Even Jesus didn't love everybody. Jesus himself had his own favorites. Allow some favoritism. Say amen. amen. Twelve disciples who go to a place. And Jesus said, Peter, James, John, follow me. The rest of you stay out. <laughs> they, they have a right to be bitter because they were all called at the same time. We are all disciples. How is that only three people have been called to some special place for what? And the rest of us have been left behind. They could be bitter. Say amen. amen. As we enter a new era. We want to have the spirit of harmony. Oneness. Oneness of purpose. Nobody wants to outgive anybody. Nobody wants to outshine anybody. All our wheels, all our hands are on deck to make the vision of this house come to pass. It is not to the glory of Oluladan and Pastor, but it's to the glory of God. He is the one leading us and we are following him with one spirit. Jesus said, look at them. The, the people is one. That's Bible English. The people is one. Read your Bible, King James. The people is one. And whatever they have imagined to do because of that oneness, 
they will do it. Let's not have fashions, Kenyans, Nigerians, Ghanaians, Togolese. Let's not divide ourselves. Let's not have factions in the church. Nigerians, don't coagulate and make with the Ghanaians feel outside. Because when Nigerians meet, tell the bond is strong. <laughs> when, when my fellow Ghanaians, when they meet, the tree they will speak, you will say that you are left out. When we come around, let's speak English where everybody can understand. Let's mingle together. Let's all be happy. Let's do things one for another. Let, don't, let's not allow the Togolese feel left out. Or the Kenyans. Or the Ugandans. We are all one with one spirit. Baptized with one Lord. Into the same baptism. As we enter the new era. Say amen. amen. Today take a broom and sweep bitterness away. Amen. Sweep anger. Something that the church should have done for you, but they forgot. Forgive the church. Say amen. Yeah. We should have. I know your pastor. He has a very, very good heart. He's a person who takes particular note of everything. My beloved, even he, he can miss something. He can miss something. Not deliberately, but because of his schedule. So forgive him for not appearing, for not taking notice of your predicament. He's a very detailed. I know him. He's a very detailed person. I learned. I learned a lot of things from him. He says he's learning from me. I learned a lot of things from him. He's a very detailed person. When I'm coming here, I don't struggle at all. I don't. I don't. I don't fret as to what I'm coming because by the time I get to, by the time they pick me from the airport and send me to my hotel room, oh my welcome letter is already there. The person to contact already. There. My food menu is already written. I know what I'm eating on Monday. I don't know what I'm eating for lunch. I know what I'm eating. My schedule, my preaching, the time of my preaching, it's all worked out. I don't, I don't ask him anything when I'm here. Everything is on my paper. It is now my ability to read. He's a very detailed person. It's whether I can read or not. Nothing is left to chance. Pastor Wally doesn't leave anything to chance as far as I'm concerned. He's my friend. We've known each other for 20 years. But he never takes me for granted. He, takes, he treats me with respect and honor. He honors me. Yeah. When he's coming to me, I don't, I don't give him those details. I'll be talking to him whilst in the church. We are preaching for 30 minutes. But he doesn't do that to me. And he's not bitter. When we are in the car going, we are going, I say, I think you, you, you do the first preaching, I will do the second preaching. That's whether he has prepared all those. So he has learned that and he comes prepared with series of messages because he knows that I am a heart person. I said, you know, you are preaching tomorrow. He said, what am I preaching on? I said, anything at all. <laughs> Just preach. And he, has, and he lost me like that. He has tried to force me to be like him, but I'm not like him. And I would have been surprised if I come to this country and he doesn't give me all those protocols, my letters, my food menu. I would have been surprised at him because I know when I'm coming, I don't think at all because I know that everything will be in place. I'll be picked. There will be water in my car. My hotel room is booked. My hotel room is not booked the day I arrive. It's booked a day before I arrive. 
so that I don't waste time. By the time, I, by the, time they pick me, my key is already in the hands of my protocol. I don't come there before I carry my bus to reception. Reverend City, now they are negotiating with, with, with the hotel people whether my room is... No, 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 no I don't go through that. And that all. The room is booked a day before when I'm not in a room. A day before. They, that means they pay for an empty room just because he wants me to arrive and go straight to my room. Hallelujah. That is excellence. That is excellence. And I love him for that. The excellence begin right from the airport. They pick me. The guys who pick me, they are not bad, bad guys. They are shoot. Tie. Smart. Pick my butt. And I feel like a president, small president. I'll be waving people. <laughs> May the excellence continue. Yeah. And may we rally around him with one spirit. Yeah. You cannot, you see, when you are behind, when you rally behind a person and you are bitter, it shows. You may try to hide it, but it shows. It shows in the spirit. It shows in your activities. And this bitterness, if it's not taken care of, will give you a negative agenda. You are here, but you are thinking of the next place you want to go to. You have conceived a name of a ministry. It means that there is bitterness in you. Say amen. amen. Me, I like things that are forever. I marry my wife forever. I'm a friend to Wally forever. Say amen. amen. Yeah, me, I like things that I have. I don't like temporary things. You guys, I love you forever. Amen. Yeah. I'm here. Look, this particular convention, he told me that, you know, we, we schemed, don't tell Pastor Matthew about this, we schemed to invite him here. <laughs> I say, as soon as he, you see, we strategize, we weigh his mood and everything, we went to him to invite him for this convention. As soon as he accepted the invitation, I told him, I'm coming, I am coming to support you too. I wasn't coming here to come and preach you. What I'm doing is not part of the bag. I came to stand by him to welcome him. Yeah, that's the reason why I came. Here. I, 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 I didn't come as a speaker. It is he who made me a speaker. I was not supposed to be speaking. Because anytime he is coming to our missions, he will stand by me to welcome him. We'll go to his car, go to his hotel room, appreciate him, bring him an offering. Together, we'll take an offering to him. And he has always stood by me to welcome him on the mission field. So when he agreed to come here, I told my wife, I'm coming here on my own to stand by him to welcome Pastor Matthew. Yesterday, when we were going home, I told the protocol people, I want to be here at the entrance here together with him before Pastor Matthew arrives. And the protocol guys came late. What I tried to do to them It's just the, the, the spirit of forgiveness. <laughs> because I want them. I don't want to be left. By the time he arrives at the entrance, I want to be with Pastor while welcoming him from there. I want to be the one to open the door. And when I came, the guy was already seated. It took the spirit of God. 
Pastor, Pastor Wallace sent me. He, he, he said, Reverend, sorry, you. And he increased the zero. Sorry, you. <laughs> because I came here purposely for that. To stand with him. To honor this great man and to invite him. As for the preaching, preaching I'm doing between it because there is space. That's what I'm preaching. Because there is space. Say amen. May we stand with one another like that. May we stand with our church like that. May we rally around our ministry. May we make this ministry great. The vision the apostle has started. We are running together with him. Don't be a left out. Bitterness will not accomplish it. Strife, contention will not accomplish it. Amen. Yesterday, when they were calling the, when they were calling the people out, Apostle was telling me this person was, he was giving me a narration of the people who they truly are. This lady, this gentleman, this woman, and all that. And it was a good testimony. Say, amen. You are next in line. You are next. May people testify that this is a woman with an excellent spirit. I don't know. There was a certain lady that was invited. As soon as the lady was called, the whole atmosphere just burst out with joy and laughter. And then Pastor Wally said, this woman, she carries this good spirit and he shows say amen when they mention your name may it be associated with good credentials when they mention your name say oh that guy that guy is full of bitterness he's complaining that should not be your testimony that should not be your testimony hallelujah in the book of Daniel chapter 5 Daniel chapter 5. I've got seven, seven minutes to go. I'll just finish soon. The book of Daniel chapter 5. The verse 1, the Bible says, Belshazzar the king made a great feast to a thousand of his laws and drank wine before the thousand. Belshazzar, whilst he tasted the wine, Commanded to bring the golden and silver vessels which his father, the Nebuchadnezzar, had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, that the king and his princes, his wives, and his concubines might drink therein. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem. And the king and his princes, his wives, and his concubines drank from them. They drank wine and praised the gods, the gods, small gym of gold and silver and of brass and of iron of wood and of stone. In the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. Then the king's countenance was changed and his thoughts troubled him so that the joints of his loins were loose and his knees smote one against the other. 
And the king cried out aloud to the soldiers and the Chaldeans and the soothsayers. And the king spake and said to his wise men of Babylon, Whosoever shall read this writing and show me the interpretation thereof, shall be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about his neck and shall be the terrible law of the kingdom. Then came all the king's wise men, but they could not read the writing nor make known to the king the interpretation thereof. Then was the king, then was King Belshazzar greatly troubled, and his countenance was changed in him, and his lords were astonished. Now the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came into the banquet house, and the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. There is a man. Everybody say, There is a man. Say it again. For the third time, there is a man in thy kingdom in whom the spirit of the holy gods and in those days, in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the God, was found in him. Whom the king, Nebuchadnezzar, thy father made a king. Thy father made master of the magicians and astrologers, Chaldeans and associates, for as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpretation of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubt were found in this same Daniel whom the king named Belshazzar. Now let this Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. When there was confusion, there was still a man with an excellent spirit. May you be that woman. May you be that man with that excellent. He was not fighting, doesn't strive, doesn't struggle. This big party was not there. It's not part of things that are ungodly. He doesn't like things that pollute his spirit. He had an excellent spirit. And guess what? He came, read the interpretation on the wall, gave the interpretation, and that same night, the king was slaughtered, and he became promoted and was blessed. Say amen. May you have that spirit of excellence. Where, where there is the need for you to be called to do something. We say, mama this or brother this. When we call him, he can be the brother or the sister who can solve this problem. Say amen. My last scripture, then I sit down. Daniel 6 verse 1. Daniel says 1. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes. We should be over the whole kingdom and over these three presidents whom Daniel was first that the princes might give accounts unto them and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and the princes because an excellent spirit was in him and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Amen. Then the president and the princes sought to find occasion against this Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find no occasion nor fault. For as much as he was a faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. Then said these men, we shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Hallelujah. Excellent spirit. This year, this decade, may we have that quality spirit. May we have that kind of a heart. May we pursue excellence. 
but not only in our environment, but also in our spirits. May you be an excellent woman. Take away all fightings from this year, from today. Fighting cease. Clamor, fighting, struggling, undermining, undercutting, trying to outshine, trying to do eye service, trying to undercut somebody, trying to push somebody. Let it cease so that we all put our hands on deck and make vision 2020 a reality. We cannot accomplish when we are divided. And you yourself, I don't know your vision for this year. I don't know your vision. But brother, you and your wife, you must unify. The fighting is enough. The struggling, quarreling. Love. You see, the woman and the man that God has given you, you won't go anywhere. You must gel. You must stay together. One, one can only chase a thousand. But when you are two, you will chase them down. So, when you are always at clamor and you are always fighting your spouse, all your struggle can only be 1,000. But when he or she joins you together in that vision, then you, are, you can achieve 10,000. That is why we need all hands on deck. Those of us who are not married, carry an excellent spirit. The reason why guys are right away from you is because you are some can't way be that people cannot stand. You are too full of yourself. You always speak. Sometimes people love you until you open your mouth. The rubbish that come out of your mouth, people don't want to steal. The people don't want to marry you. We have a beautiful sister in our church. Very, very, very beautiful sister. Very beautiful. But she was not getting married because her tongue. When she speaks, you hear foolishness coming out of her mouth. So when guys come around, when guys come around, they love her. She has a very good shape, pretty face, everything looking very nice. But as soon as she starts speaking, hey, you see the guys right now. She's always a bitter person. One day, a medical doctor was going to marry a certain lady in our church. They called the doctor. Very nice, handsome guy. Thick, tall, very beautiful. Awesome. Then they called the girl. When they called the girl, the girl was when they called the girl. This is the way the girl walked. <laughs> the girl, when I saw the gentleman and I saw the girl, it's like beauty and the beast. <laughs> the girl hasn't got a fine hair, no makeup, she wasn't well dressed. So I asked my wife, why is this nice guy? Look at the beautiful people in my church. She, he didn't get one of these, you know, this girl. My wife said, he, he didn't go for beauty. He went for character. Amen. You are beautiful, but you have a bad character. You are beautiful, but your, your, your ways are appalling. You are beautiful. You can cook. You can clean. You are pretty, you can't cook. Only you do your nails. Nails, 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 nails. But you can't clean. You haven't got an excellent spirit. This guy. So later I asked him, why did you marry the girl? She said, I know what you think. He said, she's beautiful in the inside. She's beautiful in the inside. Guys, when you are going to marry, don't marry makeup. Marry the beauty in the end. Makeup will fade away. 
mascara head. Don't oh marry beauty ladies. Marry character. Marry the person who can cook and clean and lay your bed and make love to you. One of my guys, one of my guys went and married a certain lady from somewhere. I don't mention it. Went and married a certain lady from somewhere. When the lady arrived, even me, I was convinced that this is the woman. This guy. Oh, this guy. Married this girl. Pretty girl. Hey. All, I was the one who blessed the marriage. I blessed the marriage and everything. One month, two months, three months, I saw the guy. He was not happy. I said, what's wrong with you? He said, Reverend, I'm suffering. I said, why are you suffering? You got a beautiful woman. She said, Reverend, she's only beautiful. You should see the problems. I have to book for sex. It's like, if you want to make love, if you want to touch, don't, don't, don't touch me. In the next two weeks before you can have it. <laughs> My dear, is it not true? My wife is here. Is it not true? You have to book. You can't. When you touch the breast, take your hands off the breast. You don't respect. Bad boy. Who says you should touch my breast? When she touched the bum, hey, remove your hand from my, 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 my bum. Nonsense. Stupid boy. Don't respect. Am I your mother? You come and touch my bum. So, my, my son, nice, handsome, prosperous boy, young man, will be lying down like a log can't touch, can't hold. And the sex too, you must have it gently. And the girl that is participating in the sex, is like, finish what you are doing and lie down. You see? Very pretty. But very. The guy said, Daddy, I want to divorce her. I, he said, that I want to divorce her now. I, can't, I made a big mistake. And I said, now, she's, he's on the path. He said, daddy, I, want, I don't want to marry again. You see? So we need an excellent spirit. Not a guy who has... There are guys with money, but they have bad character. They are womanizers. Don't marry a guy because he's thick and tall. I want a thick and tall guy. I want guys who are thick and tall. There are guys who are not thick and tall. They are like this. But marry them. They have character. They will love you. They will love you. They will love you. He doesn't got money, but they will love you. Meanwhile, my wife married, but I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything. I was using her salary to look after her. She's here. She works at the bank. I was a very skinny, nice, talented evangelist. I was sacked when I was wanted to go and marry her. So she will take her salary and give the whole salary to me. Then I'll ask, how much do you need? I didn't have anything. There are guys who don't have anything. But they will love you. They will care for you. There are guys too who, who are driving BMs and things, but very poor character. Very poor character. Don't marry a guy because of his money. Don't marry a guy because he's got a good job. No. We thank God for good jobs. But if you have a good job, you have money, but you have an appalling character, why should I marry you? Marry a guy who will love you, who, who has prospects, who has future, 
who has, even though he may not have it now, you can see that the guy has potential. Given, his, given time, the guy will do great things. My in-laws didn't really give me any chance. I don't want to say it in a certain way, but I was not. They didn't give me a chance. The only person who gave me a chance was my mother and my wife. Say amen. But today, I'm the best in law. Not that I'm bragging, but is it not true? Is it not true that I'm best in law? Say it well. Say it well. It's very true. That I'm the best in law. <laughs> You're the best in law. Am I not looking after you well? Excellent. Your former boyfriend. Is he better than me? God bless you. I love you all. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. If you'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message, please do call us on plus 44 208-597-3110 or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you. We meet again. God bless.